Hey friends, welcome back to the Picture It Podcast. I'm your host, Jess, and today we have a special guest speaker, Dr. June Hall. Dr. June is a counselor and educator for over 20 years. She is currently a nationally syndicated advice columnist, media personality, and founder of Time to Apt, which means Accentuate Positive Thinking, A-P-T. She's offering personal and professional development trainings through this program. She received the EPIC which means Exceptional People Impacting the Community Award from the Mental Health Association of Broward. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Anyhow, this is bound to be a good discussion, guys. Totally looking forward to it. Let's go jump in and get talking with her. All right, folks, welcome back to the Picture Podcast. I told you we were going to have my beautiful friend, Miss June Hall, up here today. Dr. June is in the house, and I'm super stoked for you guys to get to hear from her and talk to her. So first and foremost, thank you for being here, Dr. June. It's a pleasure. I have interacted with you in several rooms on Clubhouse, and I think you are an amazing human being, and so I'm super stoked to get to like see you face-to-face, of course, first off, and have a discussion, but also to get, get into the little nitty gritties of what makes you so awesome so thank you for being here (laughs) you're welcome and stop stealing my term super stoked that's my term oh i I say that yeah you awesome do you i also say oy vey and (laughs) that's how i say it and i also say (laughs) wunderbar (laughs) i love it all right well so let's jump right on into your story so um, you, the story that you talked about in your notes that you wanted to share today was that you had a good job that uh, you ended up having to leave because you had a lot of stuff going on with that. So um, I guess we'll start there. Tell us what that job was. Um, share what you're comfortable with and what you had going on, why you had to step away and how that all led into where you are today and, and what you're doing today. It was um, in education. I thought at one point I wanted to do more in education. In fact, I have a friend, she's still a friend, who is a president of a college. And um, I was working with her thinking that that was going to be my career trajectory. Um, However, uh, there was, you know, I was working in a job, I enjoyed it. And then there, you know how when there's a transition of administration. And so there was that. And then there were um, budget cuts and I was one of the budget cuts. And so um, I, which was fine. (laughs) I felt, I'm going to be honest with you. I felt so guilty because people were feeling so bad for me. You know, some people were crying. They're like, Oh my God. And I was like, it's perfectly great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fine. You know? And so um, my husband and I moved, uh, fortunately, and it was so interesting because we were just about to buy a house and thank God that that didn't happen because we would have been tied to, you know, the house there, but we moved and um, we moved into a family um, home. And so it was great. And we love our new city. And so I don't know how long my sister had passed away, maybe a few months before that. And so I started doing my aptatious, my time to app, my accentuate positive thinking, because that was something, ooh, my thing is shaking. That was something that I, I, I did 
during that time. And mm-hmm. so that's how I started my business. And I was like, you know what, that worked out very well. Right. Okay. So how did you come up with this process? Was it something that you just had in you that you're like, okay, I can't sit in all of this. I'm going to flip it around or like, were you inspired by someone or something? Like, how did you come up with, with doing the apt process? I'm just kind of, well, I think that my personality in general, well, little backstory. My mom had five children and so she thought she was done and then she got pregnant and well she no let me say she got sick okay because she was pregnant and so she said oh my god i'm sick and i was wrong with me blah blah blah." and my dad said you're pregnant (laughs) (laughs) and she said no i'm done because you know it had been seven you know almost eight years and he said listen i've seen you have five children i know when you're pregnant (laughs) so he was with me (laughs) so Oh, she's like, oh my God. Cause you know, it's like starting over for her. Right. But she didn't want me to be unhappy. And my siblings said they've never seen her laugh so much um, when she was pregnant with me. Cause she wanted me to be a happy child. Obviously it didn't work. No. <laughs> uh, whatever. You're a very happy person. <laughs> but um, so anyway, yeah. So I, I kind of, you know, grew up happy um she was like my best friend and we had a good time together growing it was just kind of like she and I she wanted to have another one so I could have a sibling but she didn't so it was kind of like she and I because all your other siblings were older right yeah yeah I mean I have a good yeah because the one that she's like seven and a half years older than me and then it went up eight nine ten eleven twelve years older than I am I mean but they were very good to me I have a very good relationship with Um, my siblings even though they were older but my mom she kind of like played with me and did that kind of stuff because it was you know I didn't have a sibling like they had each other right and so anyway um I kind of grew up like that positive and happy and I did go through a dark period when I was sick and everything like that and my husband's like oh my god what happened because he was so used to me celebrating everything (laughs) just like for no reason I even I even enjoy Friday the 13th it's like oh that's my good luck day let's go have some (laughs) So, you know, that's how I am. And after, so after I got through the sickness and the darkness that I went through, um, I was like, oh, you know what? I don't want to go back through that again. So I went, I was back to my normal self. So when my sister passed away, it was very hard for me. Uh, she was my first sibling to pass away. And it was like, oh my God, cause she and I had so much in common. We were um, like movies and music. We had so much in common. And so it was so it was really hard on me, but I was like, I can't live in that negative state. So I flipped it around. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Well, so tell us what is apt for those that don't apt know. is accentuate positive thinking. So I started a company, Time to Apt, APT, Accentuate Positive Thinking. And we have events, the Aptatious Experience, where, you know, we have talk about coping skills and stress reduction and all those kind of things. And so apting is just living a positive lifestyle and, you know, finding happiness and bringing yourself up even when you're feeling down. So there's always something good happening, even when there's not something good happening. So that's the way I look at it. Um, you stub your toe. Well, your toe didn't fall off. So, you know, <laughs> you're so good, you know, uh, glass yeah. half empty, like just to take it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing is, is not even 
Well, you know, have you ever seen, you haven't seen my presentation about the the glass half empty and half full, have you? I haven't. I don't think well, I, have. I do. have it on Instagram. I don't. I have it on my YouTube channel. Okay. But I always say it doesn't matter if the glass is half empty, if the glass is half full, if the glass is empty. If there's nothing good in the glass, it doesn't matter. So the glass can be half full, but it can be half full with mud. So that's right. no good. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just like, fill your glass up with something good. That's, you know, that's the way I look at it. Sometimes it's better if it's empty, so you can start fresh. Right. So right. yeah. You can and choose what you're going to add in there. Yes. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, what is, okay, so you had the stress of this job and the cuts and everything, and then um, dealing with the loss of your sister, um, which I can't even imagine how that was for you. I don't have, well, I have sisters, but they're, um, I haven't lost a close family member like that um, that was super close with me. Um so you did went through all of these things and were able to just because it's part of your nature and part of how you were raised to to like okay i need to pull myself up out of this and get going through this what would you say to someone who um maybe didn't have that kind of a childhood or background or that's not part of their just you know human nature of what they have in them how would you recommend that they start to try to shift that mindset and become more positive and, and, and shift that focus? What would your thoughts be? I think they have to start slow. It's difficult to change your mindset. I mean, it's difficult to change that. And if you have, and I have to say this, this is not for the person who suffers from depression or has, you know, like has a chemical imbalance or something like that. It's definitely not going to be easy for them to do without professional assistance However, if that's not you, it still can be difficult, but you have to make baby steps. So you start with something um, small and you look at what is still good happening. For example, well, you know, I, I should say loss of job. That's not something small, but in my case, like you lost a job. And then you think about, you can sit down and write down, well, what skills do I have? And how can I utilize those maybe to get something even better? So it's a small, it's, you know, it's like a small step before you're like just kind of thinking that way. It's not automatic. And so you might have to start with just like some people call it journaling or just writing down the good things. I say sometimes um, you can take a jar and just whenever you're in a good mood or whatever, write down something good as that is happening. Oh, it's been a great day today because, oh, I have beautiful grandchildren like we talked about with you. Oh, I am in good health or whatever it is. Write down something good that's happening and put it in a jar. And then when you're feeling down, when you're feeling distressed, go to that jar and pull out and read the good thing that is happening. I love that, like a blessings jar. Yeah. I love that. So it's basically, you know, when something traumatic or negative happens, like, yes, okay, feel those emotions, go through it, but then try to figure out what the lesson or a positive thing is that you can take. From That's that. where, so you can move forward. And the thing yeah. is, don't think that you should never be um, sad. People say, oh my God, are you, uh, yes, I'm sad. I cry, you know, um, I'm emotional. Yes, that is a part of life. And it's, 
not realistic to think that you're not going to go through things. And a lot of people don't understand that. So yeah, cry, go through your feelings. I was upset actually even earlier this week and I went through a whole day and I didn't really do any work or anything like that. I was just in my emotions, in my feelings. And then the next day I was like, okay, enough of that. It's time to move forward. And so I think that happiness is truly a choice. Why do I say that? Because you can decide, well, you know what? Do I want to stay in this slump? Or do I want to enjoy life? Do I want to take a moment in the good things that are happening? And it doesn't even have to be a full day of good things. It could be just a moment. Oh, I had a great lunch with my sister. Just that, you know, 45 minutes or an hour, that was something good and positive, even though everything else around you might be falling (laughs) apart. So you have to grab hold of the good things that are happening. And so, you know, so that's what I, so I can do that. A lot of people, they can't wake up the next day and say, okay, you know, I'm going to move on, but it's a process. Yeah. Well, and I love that you say that you're making sure that you include that. Like, yes, you still have off days. Like you still there, there's nothing wrong with sitting in the feelings and sitting there for a minute, a couple of days, but don't make it into a lifestyle change. Exactly. (laughs) You have to be able to consciously at some point say, okay, like either I want to keep going this way or I want to get better. And right. And you can, I mean, do you want to enjoy life? Have you met people um, just that like almost every day they have something um, that's going on whenever you talk to them? It's just like, Oh my God, I don't even want to talk to this person today. Every day. It's like something it's like, is there nothing good going on in your life? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I agree with that, that the happiness part is a choice because the, um, the few people I, I try to be very protective of my energy and my mental health because I have grandbabies and a family to take care of and a business to try to run and collaborations with other business owners that, and friends. And it's like, I, I don't have time to get sucked down into that black hole of misery. Right. Yes. Um, and it's, it's, yes, it can be very nerve grating when you have somebody that, that every time that you talk to them, it is always, eh, yeah, I'm of the mind. I'm like, okay, well, let's look at your options here. Like, exactly. What can you do about this situation? And, and no matter what suggestions I give, it's still it's a like, but, a, but, 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 yeah. but, 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 oh, but. I can't do this because of this, or I don't want to do that because of that. And it's like, well, why are you calling me then? (laughs) (laughs) Can I share two points with you? Um, Yes, of course. You can share as many points as you want. I'm here for it. Let's do it. (laughs) Well, point one, there's an expression that I say that, you know, that expression, misery loves company. But I say company does not love misery. So don't be somebody's company bringing them misery because that's not what somebody wants. And number two, this is something that my mom taught me. She says, when you're in the hole, like you said, you know, going down the dark hole, that's what made me think about this. When you're in that dark hole, you can't see because you're in the dark hole. So you have to climb out so that you can see the light so that you can find what you can do because once you're stuck in there there's nothing you can do 
Yeah. So climb out of the hole so you can see the light so that you can make a decision on what you can do. Right, right. And, and I do want to clarify, I have no problem with holding space for my friends. Oh, yes. When they need it. But I think oh, yes. the difference between holding space and being supportive and encouraging for them to pull themselves up out of the hole because only they can do that. Like, yes. you know, I mean, I can hold space for you, but ultimately it's your decision to pull yourself out of the hole. And the same for me, you could hold space for me, but ultimately it's my decision of when I'm going to pull myself out of the hole. So I, I just want to make that clarification. It's right. nothing wrong with holding space, but yeah, it's, yeah. Well, you can be a that. positive support network, yes. positive, but you should be the number one person in your positive support network. Yes. Yes. If My you're not supporting yourself. Always, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My process is always, I'm protecting my energy and mental health first. I will hold space for those that I care about second. And then after that, I'm like, I don't, I'm not being paid to be your therapist. <laughs> Let me give you some references for some great people I know. <laughs> I like it. I can't help you with that part of it. So yeah, no, I love that. And those are great. Those are great points. So in your notes here, you have um, something that is called the kick your butt sessions to overcome your fears of moving into the life you want. So I wanna know what these sessions are about and who they would be good for. Well, you know, we just talked about it when they say, but, 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 but. Right. So that's, <laughs> it's for those people. It's like, I want to, but I wanna do this, but, or well, you know I what? I have to tell you this because it made me think of this. <laughs> My stepmom. Um, she lives in California and, um, I know that she's one of our listeners. So hi mama. Um, but she years ago, I'll never forget this. She had told me, she was like, okay, like be particular about, we were talking about being intentional with the words that you use. And she, I don't even remember the exact conversation. I just remember that she was like, every time that I hear somebody say blah, 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 but I have this picture of this big old booty. And she actually had like, there was like a Facebook meme or something that had this big old booty on it. And it's like been imprinted in my brain. So every time I say a sentence and I'm like, eh, but I'm like, wait, let me back that up because. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody Anyhow, wants to see that. <laughs> it's like the guy whose pants are hanging down. You don't want to see right. that. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's, it's like one of those things that can't be unseen. It's forever burned in my memory <laughs> banks. But anyhow, your kick your butt sessions are for those people that don't want to see big old butts. <laughs> <laughs> It's the butt, B-U-T, but. Right, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm still going to put yeah. that as our tagline for this episode. We're talking about butts today. Yes. <laughs> we want to kick your butt. <laughs> oh, goodness, yes. So it's the people that struggle with making the decision. It's and for people who struggle with making decisions or who don't know how to move forward. So what we talk about is we come up with an idea of, okay, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example. Oh, somebody that I have um, worked with before, she was trying to figure out how to move on. She had lost a family member. And so she was like, so when her family is like, well, you know, you need to move on and do this, this, and this. And she was like, but I have to take care of the estate, but I have to do this, but blah, 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 blah. And so, so she came to me and she was like, you know, I really don't know how to deal with this because it's causing a conflict with my family. So we talked about what is it that she would want 
from her family and what is it that she needed in order to move on so that she could stop the but, 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 but. So it's that type of thing. It can be any situation. If you want to change your career and you're like, oh, but I'm afraid to, you know, because I have this good salary and I'm afraid to move on. Well, how do you start? Doesn't mean that you have to quit your job tomorrow, but how do you start so that you can eventually do what you want to do? So instead of saying, I want to, but let's sit down and come up with a plan of action on what it is that you can do to achieve that goal that you like. Right. I love that. I love that. So you're basically helping them walk through the steps of establishing good communication and a, a solid, healthy support system to make those choices and decisions. It is like for personal or professional, you know, it can be, um, you know, I want to marry this person, but I'm good. afraid of a, a relationship. Maybe I shouldn't be thinking along those lines. Exactly. <laughs> so, and then, you know, but secretly my husband calls me the breakup coach, but... <laughs> But it's not yeah. that. I'm, I'm using that. Is that okay if I use that? Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's, it's seriously, <laughs> it's because when I talk to people, I'm like you. If you have too many concerns, then there's a problem. Yeah. I mean, of course, there's, you know, you might have fears. Some people say, you know, the day of, they have cold feet or, you know, whatever. Right. But if you have too many concerns, then there is a problem. Or if you're in a relationship and every time you talk about your significant other, you have nothing positive to say, then there is a problem. So this is why he says this, because I'm like, you know what? Maybe this isn't working out for you. Maybe it's you. Maybe you're the problem. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. yeah. However, that's why, you know, he says that because, and I, and I also think that there's a way to break up. So I also talk to people about that, how to end the relationship appropriately without there being a rift between the two of you, Right. especially if there's children like involved. World War Three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes so <laughs> the kick your butt can be personal or professional <laughs> gotcha. okay that's good to know that's good to know so um in our notes here you received something called the epic the exceptional people impacting the community award from the mental health association of is it broward broward Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So tell me what is that about i mean you have a lot of amazing things that you have done but i want to hear about that one. Oh, i have um thank you for <laughs> um okay so i don't know did you know that i'm a syndicated advice columnist like i did not know that until i got your notes and then i was like dang look at her she's like kicking butt and doing all kinds of stuff well uh you know see i'm kicking butts yeah well i started in south florida broward county which is where this particular mental health association is and i would work with them and there's a stigma attached to mental mental illness in case you didn't know that and one thing that really bothers me is when people accuse murderers or 
criminals and they always want to put that stigma on them that they have some type of mental illness like schizophrenia or something in which a schizophrenic is less likely to be the one to commit murder but Oh, you froze. And so anyway, I worked with them and I would do different presentations and I, <laughs> and in my column, I would share information uh, because my, my, one of my degrees is mental health counseling. And so I would share information. And so do different presentations throughout the county. And they were like, that is so great that someone who is in the public eye, so to speak, and who writes a column and who goes on the news will support that community. And so they, they had an annual event where they gave, well, they will give like three or four people the Epic Award. And I was chosen one year for being an exceptional person impacting the community. And the paper, the newspaper that I started in, I started in one newspaper in Broward County, they came out, the editors and supported it. And it was just so exciting um, to be recognized for the work and, and positivity that you were doing. Yeah, that's amazing. That's awesome. And you cut out a little bit there. So just to be clear, the work was about getting the mislabeling of people with mental health issues. Yes, yes. Criminal the misunderstandings. and things. What really is what? Right. Well, that was me. That's my personal issue. But in general, yes, just how to understand the mentally ill, which, you know, of course, you can't just understand them unless you have training in that type of thing, right. but not to just make assumptions about yeah. the mental Not just slap a label on it and call it good. Right. Like, toss them in the clinker and throw away the key. Like it doesn't. Right. Matter. That's how it used to be. You know, they used to yeah. burn them at the stakes or just throw them in jail or thought they were devil worshipers or witches. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's the history of it. People have been locked away when really what they needed was to be institutionalized, right? Like get some sort of help. If there was a majorly traumatic, horrible, awful crime committed, okay, like let's acknowledge that, but get them help. Right. And then hold them accountable to whatever degree is necessary. And and most people, most people, put them in jail, right? Most people are not insane who commit murder. Yeah. That I mean, some of them try to get off on insanity, but that's not, they, I mean, they're plotting. Schizophrenics are not plotting. And so that's the real yeah, problem that I have when they try to put that on them. It's like, you know, it's a very few sector of someone with that disorder who may commit that type of crime. I'll give you a prime example, because these people, they actually, like I said, they plot this guy was a true plotter. I mean, no mental. He tried to get off on, on insanity. He had written me a letter about his girlfriend breaking up and how sad he was and this, that, and the other. So I told him, I said, well, you know what, if you can't get over your depression, then go seek professional help. And so, um, I don't know, a few months later, the ADA called me, assistant district attorney, who I had happened to go to high school with. <laughs> he called me, he's like, Hey, June. I'm like, Hey. And so um, he was like, <laughs> do you remember this letter? And I said, faintly, uh, he said, do you ask, because I don't keep them when they write me, I don't, you know, stack them up or, you know, whatever. And so he said, and I said, why, what's up? He said, this guy said that you as a counselor told him that he needed professional help. He had actually murdered his girl, ex-girlfriend and her new boyfriend. 
And so he tried to say he's so he's he was trying to get off on mental insanity. No, a a person who is mentally ill is not going to plot that. And it was like that was a whole plan. You wrote the letter. You did all that so that you can try to get off. Yeah, Yeah. that's yeah, that's just being crazy, like crazy. Yeah, that is right. Exactly. Exactly. Crazy that goes with that. That's yeah, exactly. But they're not, you know, they're not mentally insane labeled yeah well Mm -hmm. and and i think that a lot of the time people that have mental illnesses um i have chronic health issues um and i I, i'm not familiar with a lot of i mean i'm familiar from talking to others about mental health issues but to me it would seem that for most of the people that i know that have mental health issues they are so busy trying to just maintain and be stable and be able to get through their days and get to a point where they're okay that it's like if they're if they are involved in a crime of some sort it's usually going to be you know just some sort of a harmful to themselves perhaps yeah but it's not going to be like a you know going out on a rampage and and exactly pillaging and whatnot it's it's going to be something that's like most likely a miscommunication in a situation that just got blown up because exactly states to be able to communicate what was going on kind of exactly so yeah wow well that's awesome that you are doing that work so are you still doing stuff with that with that work are you still promoting that and and working no no i actually have moved um so i'm no longer involved in that area i mean i still Yes, I, you know, I still a public speaker and, and and that type of thing, but I'm I'm no longer in that area where I'm doing um, that specific work. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, um, let's see. What else do I have on here? Mwahaha. All right. So you're offering the kick your butt sessions. If somebody wanted to talk with you about doing a kick your butt session, do you do like a consultation beforehand? Do you, they go to your website and schedule a call or what does that process look like if people wanted to do that with you? They can go to my website and, and schedule um, an appointment. Yes, that's what they would do. And then we would sit down and, and work it out. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And during your appointment, do you like figure out, yeah, I can help you and this is what we can do or no, you need to go see a therapist. <laughs> yes. Right? It, you know what? Seriously. Um, if, if it's a situation where I think that they may need something more than mm-hmm. what I can offer, yeah. then yes, I will tell them that you need to perhaps seek, you know, a psychologist or something like that. Right. But if it's not, then, Hey, yeah. Then I'll say, Hey, let's sit down. Let's, let's get this cracking. Yeah, no problem. I yeah, You're like yeah, let's do it. Let's get this cracking. <laughs> your butt into gear. <laughs> awesome. Well, and I know that you have. Um, so I will be listing your social media sites um, in the episode details, and we have your Instagram and your Facebook page, and then I will get a link from you for your actual website page to put on there as well. Um, okay. And so I am assuming that Instagram and Facebook is where you like to hang out the most and where you want. I do. I do because you're there. So, I mean, you know, (laughs) this is who, what, where I want and I want to be there. Of course. (laughs) You are too kind. Yes. I did not know it, but too kind. (laughs) (laughs) I'm full. I just ate. That's true. (laughs) 
Yes, I did not know you did not know about my column, though. Seriously. Yeah, no, I didn't. I follow you on Clubhouse and on Instagram, and I am on Facebook. I don't do a whole lot on Facebook much these days. Like, I am mm-hmm. completely engulfed in the Clubhouse game. Like, I yeah. love being able to talk with people and have live conversations and and not having the stress of having to be done up. Like I could be like, I'm not putting a bra on today, but I'm, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm new to clubhouse. So you're going to have to help me navigate more. Oh yeah, for sure. I would definitely, we can do a, um, we can do a private room, just you and myself. And I can walk you through all of the doodads, the bells and whistles in there. Cause I actually want to do a room. I want to do, I want it to be called 10 minute Tuesdays where I do just like a 10 minute, 10 minute Tuesdays at 10. So (laughs) TTT, people come in for 10 minutes on Tuesday morning at 10. And I just do like a little motivational chat and then you can go on for your day. Yeah. That would be awesome. We will definitely talk about that. All right. Well, I'm. We're gonna close this up. Um, everybody, make sure you go and connect with Dr. June. Connect with her over on her Instagram. Connect with her on Facebook. Definitely, I'm gonna be finding your YouTube links and stuff so that I can go read your columns and watch your videos. And because there was a lot of stuff you have going on that I didn't know about, and I was like, dang, she's busy. I'm gonna go. Look. <laughs> <laughs> so. Thank you again for being here to my listeners. I hope that you guys enjoyed this. Please go give Dr. June a follow, connect with her. And if you need your butt, whether it is big or little, kicked <laughs> into gear, give her a holler, go connect with her and, and uh, talk with her, make an appointment and get that set. So Dr. June. And Jess, if they want to do just, I'm doing a small workshop on holiday stress reduction oh. too, because yeah. people get a little stressed during the holidays. Yes. I know you didn't know that, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's good to know. Where will they find that information? That's also, I'm going to put it on my Instagram, but that's also my um, website. It's October 23rd. It's going to be virtual. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I'll make sure I put the link for that in the details as well. So Dr. June, thank you for being here. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) Thank you. Hey friends, are we having fun yet? If you like what you're hearing here on the Picture It podcast, I'd ask for you to do a girl a solid. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button up there. Go ahead and turn on your notifications. That way you'll be the first to know when a new episode drops. If you would like to connect with me to say hi, to give me some topic ideas, or to come on as a guest speaker, please do. You can connect with me on Facebook or on Instagram at jwilsonpix. That's J-W-I-L-S-O-N-P-I-X. 